0: Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't Eat Your Brain. Uh, This is the final episode of Season 3 with Episode 60. Can you believe that we have already done 60 episodes of this? Um, And I would just like to thank all of you that have listened so far and have listened to every episode so far so, 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 so much for your support and your love and your kindness. And I hope to get even more supporters and listeners um, within this next season. Now, with that being said, I am so excited for this next season. So this next season, um, every Friday at 7 a.m., I will post an episode. And I am starting this Friday of January 20th of 2023, and I am starting off with The Last of Us TV show that is coming out on Sunday, January 15th, 2023. I am so excited. Last of Us is one of my favorite video game franchises, and I'm excited to do uh, those episodes for you guys. Um, Alina will be my guest for all of The Last of Us episodes, just so you guys know. Um, And then after that, I will be doing all of the Evil Dead movies, one through four. And then um, I will post an episode of Evil Dead Rise um, the day after it comes out into theaters. So stay tuned for that as well. And then um, after that, I will alternate between episodes of The Walking Dead Season 4 and The Last of Us video game. Now, speaking of doing The Last of Us video game, I am going to start streaming video game content as well. I am starting my stream on February 2nd on Twitch... And my username is at z a c m a n z z. Uh, check it out. It'll start February 2nd at noon every Thursday from then on. But for the podcast, I will be streaming the Last of Us, the first Last of Us game, starting on May 4th every Thursday up until I finish the Last of Us game. And whenever I stream content for the podcast, I will be in zombie makeup. But when I'm not streaming for the podcast, it'll just be normal me, and I'll just be playing a video game of my choice or of your choice if you guys want to see me play a video game. And then finally, to close out the season, uh, we will be doing Train to Busan on October twenty seventh, and that will end the season for A Vito in Your Brain. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and enjoy this episode. Stay tuned for an even better season four. Perhaps our greatest distinction as a species is our capacity, unique among animals, to make counter evolutionary choices. Jared Diamond, Rec. 4. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of V, Don't Eat Your Brain. I am Zachary Ballard and Derek is with me once again to talk about Rec. 4. Uh, Alright, so let's get into it. Um, I did like Rec. 4 better than Rec. 3. I think, I think we can just forget all about Rec Three, and like Rec Rec Four is fine. I I mean, it wasn't my favorite one, of course, but yeah. What are your thoughts on Rec Four? It's alright. It
1: kind of feels like, weirdly enough, have you ever seen Alien Resurrection? Um, yes. Where yeah, it it feels like fan fiction in the (laughs) Alien universe. This feels like fan fiction in the Rec universe, and while it's not necessarily terrible thing it's definitely not what I was hoping for for another Wreck
0: movie yeah again the the title is misleading because you think that the zombie because it's apocalypse so you think the zombie virus got out and it's gonna wreak mm-hmm. havoc on the world but it's on a little boat um you know so I mean I guess the fish eating it at the end like <laughs> is like ooh it could come back in fish form or whatever but yeah next time on Wreck <laughs> Wreck meets Sharknado. <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. It's probably better than <laughs> Wreck 3 or 4. <laughs> Damn. Um, yep. But yeah, uh, there were there were a few uh, more dilemmas that I saw more clearly in this one. But um, I, I thought the biggest one was that the idea of, like, actually killing someone when they're bit versus not, or when they're infected versus not. Because, like, it showed over and over again that if you care about someone's life and you don't kill them... Then that's mm-hmm. bad for your survival. But if you just care about yourself in this, then like you will probably survive the most, you know? And the two people that survived, well, I mean, like the girl the only two people that survived were the freaking girl, main girl Angela, Angela and Bial. then and then the <laughs> tech guy. But um yeah, it was basically the whole movie where like they would shoot someone that got bit immediately and then they'd be fine, and then they wouldn't kill someone that got bit or was infected and then they ended up dying later on you know so I felt like that was like um the main moral dilemma that I saw in it um yeah what are your thoughts on that
1: so there were a couple other moral dilemmas I saw in it too as far as the idea of you're testing out the highly volatile you know you're, you're trying to make essentially a vaccine for this disease that you know very little about. Mm-hmm. So where would be the safest place to do it but on a ship away from everybody else? Mm-hmm. So if something goes wrong, they can just sink the ship. Plausible deniability. Right yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think like... As far as the selfishness thing oh, goes, sorry, go yeah, I, I could see it also pushing that message as well. though. Yeah, because I mean at
0: the very beginning, uh, like the soldier gets bit. And they immediately shoot him. And I think another soldier got mm-hmm. bit too. Immediately shot him. You know, like, they were just like, okay. And I, I was actually, like, happy about that. Because I was like, okay, now we're, like, finally learning. Like, you get bit, then you mm-hmm. die. You know? And, but it made me think of... of Zombie viruses have a a special thing that they add to people dying. Is that people that get bit by a zombie they are mm-hmm. they are considered dead before they even die and yeah. they can also bargain for you to keep them alive as long as possible i feel like any other yeah. any other like disease like if someone gets cancer you know like they can fight it you know they fight it you know but then once they once they get to the point where like they know they're going to die it's sort of like an acceptance thing and there's nothing anyone can really do about it but like with a zombie virus and a zombie bite like you like, it seems like it's the only one where, like, dead people can still bargain for themselves,
1: you know? Well, oh, I mean, an exact example of that that you're bringing up in this movie, you've got the, would we call him a doctor? His <laughs> his role's kind of unclear. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he gets bit, and he's straight up just like, well, I know the procedure, so you guys need me, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he's still fighting for his life. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, exactly, and, like, it, it made me think of that, like, like, the, like, zombies have opened this door where dead people can bargain for themselves. And they can, like, still fight for themselves to stay alive. Even though, like, mm-hmm. everyone knows that they're gonna die. You know? I think it's interesting. Um,
1: it is, for
0: sure. But, yeah, I mean... Um, I don't know, I guess, like... where And I've talked about this a lot before, but, like, where do you stand on, like, shooting people that have gotten bit? Would you rather wait for them to turn and then you, or die... And then you, like, shoot them in the head, or, like, do you think it's just, like, you shoot them right then and there, and then it's over with, you know? What are your thoughts on that?
1: In a high-stakes situation, where that person is going to be dead weight, potentially putting the rest of the group in danger, I would say it might be more humane Mm -hmm. to just end them there and keep the survival of everybody else as your number one priority, but if you're not in a high-stakes situation and that person has still been bitten, I think Mm -hmm. that's maybe an opportunity or time where you can grant them maybe a little more of the humanity of do you want us to shoot you now or do you want us to wait until you turn, you know? Yeah, for sure. Get their feelings on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 I agree with that. Um,
0: Another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the... The um, they still had that theme of keeping it a secret from everyone else, yes. Uh, which and and there was the one guy, he was like a part of the crew. He was like, Well, they were talking, they were speculating, you know. He's like, Well, it's none of our business, and I'm like, mm, I kind of <laughs> disagree. I kind of feel like everyone's involved now and it, it should be everyone's business, you know. But it's about to become your, yeah, business. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, It's gonna be your business pretty soon, um, but. Yeah, I, I mean, again, from what we talked about in the first two, is like things things get worse with secrecy. If they would have woken up and they would have told them, "Hey, this is what's going on. This is what we're doing. So, uh, hey, don't f <sighs> around. How about that?" Uh, and mm-hmm. then and then they would have been like, "Oh yeah, you're right. We need to get this vaccine." Uh, so yeah, let's not let's not f <sighs> around. But then they f <sighs> around and then they found out. And they find out. They find yep. out. Yep. <laughs> and again. If they would have told them, I feel like it would have been a, it, I mean, it would have been a movie because they would have found the the
1: cure, I, I suppose. But like, yeah. Um, By the way, just so y'all know, there are a bunch of zombie monkeys on board the ship. I'm just repeating myself. Zombie monkeys. <laughs> just, I think y'all should be aware of that. That way, we could avoid any mishaps in the kitchen later on.
0: Well, now you make it sound like <laughs> now you make it sound stupid. But I, I really, genuinely think that like. I don't know. I guess we don't... I love the zombie monkey. Don't get me wrong. Well, oh, the zombie monkey was great. Probably the best part of the movie. Um, Agreed. Especially, oh my gosh. That fight. And he's trying to get wow. the monkey off him. And then throws the he's monkey... to literally get the monkey off of his back. I love it. <laughs> yeah. But then he throws the monkey on the pan that he was cooking in. And just cooks the monkey. I was like, that is a very good and creative way to kill... A zombie, a zombie monkey, like also
1: to get the virus out to even more people.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, but I mean, yeah, just just the secrecy made it worse, you know, because they didn't know what was going on. Also, also the fact that like the main girl Angela just like decided to run away was stupid to me. (laughs) I'm like, why? What are you doing? Like,
1: you're safe now. Like, what the hell are you doing? But I feel like. They went above and beyond to try to incorporate past movies into this one. Like, yeah. They are like, not only is Angela here, but here's one of the SWAT team members. And also, randomly, an old lady from the wedding who believes that she's in a retirement home. Yeah. Well, like, was that guy in the SWAT team from Rec 2? I think so. I think that was the implication. I thought... Because they... I thought he was... They left yeah. one of the SWAT guys behind, if I recall right. Uh-huh. And... I think that was the one who they left behind before they went into that yeah. night vision, nightmare fuel corridor. Yeah.
0: I thought that it was a new SWAT team that they sent in and then they found her. That's what I thought what happened, but I don't know. They did not, they it, did not it explain it been. well. They also, yeah, they repeated
1: yeah. some scenes from rec too, but like in the third person traditional narrative, it seemed like, yeah. but, but also I don't know how successful that came they off. They
0: did not explain how the parasite got into his body, the soldier's body. They
1: sure did. <laughs> they absolutely <That's a> plot <laughs> yeah, hole. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is a huge ass plot hole.
1: Um, that's why I call this the alien resurrection of Rex sequels yeah. because in Alien Resurrection, they were like, "Well, we could have this movie with Ripley, but she's got this queen in her, and that makes her not a great protagonist." So we're just going to remove the queen alien. It's like where was that in the other movie? Uh-huh. And that's did the same thing. They were like, "Oh, by the way, she's not actually possessed." It's yeah.
0: Really not- well, they could have. I mean, they could have just shown. At the beginning, I, I don't know. They could have yeah. done a lot of things to make it better, but like, yeah, they sure did not explain how he got that parasite in him. Um, and I think it was for shock value, where you're like, "Oh no!" They almost cut her open, but then it made no sense,
1: you know. Um, Can we say that when they were ready to cut her open, I was fully on the team of the Doctor of cut her
0: well, open? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, please end it. Well, like, yeah, I was I was on that side too, honestly, because I was like. I was like, this is over. This, like, the rec movies are done. Let's just end this shit. Get that parasite out. Squeeze it. You know, whatever. But, like, yeah. And little did you know that there were still 30 minutes of the movie (laughs) left to go. (laughs) Yeah. And, I mean, um, it just just didn't make sense to me why he had the parasite. I mean, they just didn't explain it well enough. But um, can you imagine, can you just imagine for a second, Derek, that, like, Someone is, like, these people are saying, yo, you got a parasite in you, and we don't have time to go down to the infirmary to, like, get it out and put you under anesthesia. We're just gonna do this surgery right here, right now. Um, (laughs) can you imagine them, like, holding you down and about to cut you open? That would be insane. Oh, that would be terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely insane. Well, and then she goes and she gets away and then ends up, like, biting him. And it's like, see, I'm not infected.
1: Um, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I've got a moral dilemma for you, which is also one of my biggest laugh-out-loud problems with the movie. Mm -hmm. So, Zach, you're on this ship Mm -hmm. with this woman who clearly has dementia and believes that she is in a retirement home. Zombies have broken loose on the ship. You are a solid half the ship away from where this woman would be, Mm -hmm. who, again, probably has dementia. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you go? Hey, she's my first priority. I'm going to go rescue that lady. Or do you go? Uh, she's likely dead. I'm going to stay here and help you guys. Um
0: Unfortunately, she is likely dead. I'm going to yes. go yes, she I'm going to go help you guys. I mean
1: <laughs> That's not what he does. No,
0: no, that's not what he does. And then they later find him and he's turned. Well, she find he finds John. her and she turns him and then he turns. Yeah. And yeah, I I mean and it goes back to like the <laughs> compassion thing of like going to help people and save people. I feel like the message in this movie was like you got to be selfish to survive, which I don't thi- I don't think is a very good message to begin with. Um, not really. No, <laughs> not really. But like that's that was pretty much the message. It's like, hey, if you go help people, you're f- <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's basically what. <laughs> got an old grandma on board this zombie
1: infested boat. I'm sorry to break it to you, that bitch is dead. Yeah.
0: Well, like I I feel like they added they had the grandma on there. Just so they could tie in REC 3, yeah. because REC 3 did nothing for the story, so they were like, oh, well, you know, we gotta... I know, right? <laughs> we gotta, like, tie this in somehow.
1: Who's this character that everybody will totally remember from REC yeah, 3?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I I saw her, I was like, who the hell is she? You
1: know? <laughs> like, is that someone from the apartment? Like, it, it took me a while to realize, oh, she's from the wedding. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean,
0: like, also the fact... <laughs> I thought it was so funny when Angela, like, just like, well, first of all, everyone's yelling at each other. All these men are screaming at each other, right? And then the minute Mm -hmm. Angela, like, yells at them and speaks up, the grandma's like, hey, hey, you gotta have manners, (laughs) And just like, fuck you Everyone's yelling at each other And she's like, you know what, your whole family's dead And you don't even remember, you stupid bitch And she basically says that to her I'm like, oh my gosh What is happening right now (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, it it was just It was fine So, go ahead There is something that I was thinking about as a pretty good dilemma Mm. That occurs in this movie, but it by the time the zombie chaos happens, it, things are moving so quick that we don't have enough time to drag to really get some of the dilemmas that they could potentially set up for zombies on a boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cook is infected and mm-hmm. all the food that he's around has been infected. And that's how a lot of the outbreak happens in this movie. They wind up locking him in the pantry with all the other food. Yeah. So have they potentially just contaminated their entire sup- food supply there? And yeah. Yeah if you were stuck out on the boat, what are you going to do for food?
0: Well, I mean, yeah. Like, he was basically around every single piece of food and, like, contaminated everything. And so, like, they either would have had to, like, say, hey, we don't have the vaccine yet, uh, but we need more food because our food was contaminated. Um, And then they could have brought them more food, but, like, it could have taken so long for them to get, actually, like, months for them to actually get food to them, you know? And, like... Yeah, I feel like that boat thing was just, like, a suicide mission, to be honest. I mean, it was just, like... Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully we can get this vaccine, you know, but... um, Yeah, I mean... It's a safeguard,
1: but at the same time, it's
0: also exacerbating the dangerous... Or how dangerous that situation is. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, the minute the cook... The minute the cook got infected and infected all the food, like... I felt like it was over, like the movie was over, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. But... Man, that was a cool-ass monkey. I, I like I like zombie <laughs> animals a lot, honestly. I think they're really cool. Me
1: too.
0: Um, <laughs> gets freaking cooked in the pan, bro. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love that there were more than one zombie monkey, too.
0: Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. There are so many. And they didn't tell <laughs> yes. them. They didn't tell them. But it's whatever, you know? Why would they need to know? No. And I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they they went through so much and they knew a lot about the virus anyway that if they told them, like, they would have been like, yeah, this is (gasps) fucked up, but we're trying to like, you know, help people. But then again, maybe not because like, you know, people are stupid and they let panic, you know, take control of themselves. But yeah. Um, I didn't really touch on this in
1: for rec three because mm -hmm. well, the wedding and spouse Mm -hmm. puts you in a different mindset, but on the boat, do you feel that there are any places they could have just hold up, and withstood it and waited for any help to come, like I know they sit up before help isn't coming, but do you think there's any place on that boat that they could have potentially made like a stronghold or a safe house for
0: them? I think the the safest place would have been where they where the tech guy was, where the all control the ship, room the control room. yeah, I think yeah. I was thinking about that. I was thinking that's probably the safest place, honestly, because you have you have the controls to the ship, you have co- communications there too, and it's like and the doors are like solid steel. You know, so I feel mm-hmm. like that would be the safest place. But yeah, but then again, they didn't have any food up there except for his snacks. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't
0: have lasted them very long. Yeah, but I mean, all the food was contaminated anyway. They were all dead. They were yeah. all dead. You know. So Yep. But um, yeah, man. I oh, one thing I did want to mention is that the traditional filming of this and not being it found foot and having it not be found footage, the mm-hmm. zombies were more terrifying. And this one, than in the previous ones, in my opinion, because you saw you saw basically more of them, um, like more yeah. like more close ups of them, uh, and like you saw, like, and I think the makeup also got better too, because they had a bigger budget. But um, yeah, what are your
1: thoughts on that? I mean, it's nice to see the zombie at this point from a different angle because yeah. in the first two wreck movies. You, you only saw what the camera allowed you to see with this. Exactly. You can fully see the zombies ripping people apart, or our favorite scene, I guess, the zombie monkey, just going to town. Uh-huh. Like, it's hard to imagine how well that zombie monkey would have come across if it was found footage. Yeah. And that's the thing.
0: But they made a decision at the beginning of the movie of, like, oh, like this isn't found footage, this is something different. Except for the cameras and off. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which I didn't mind very much. Um, but... I mean, I I do I do kind of wish they would have stuck to found footage, because okay. um, the title
1: doesn't make sense when it's
0: not found footage. Exactly, exactly, because um, how like, do you think they could yeah. have made it found footage then to expand on that? Oh, let me think. Like, um, what point of views? They could have used uh, they could have used the the security cameras which they already had. Um, Agreed. I think doctors' logs also could have been something as well. Exactly, doctors' logs. Um, I think that, uh, she could have found a camera, and if she would mm-hmm. have still had the angle of I need to record this stuff, um, if she still had like her reporter thing going on, and mm-hmm. she could have like stolen the because the tech guy had her camera. He did. She could have like stolen it and like, you know, uh, used it. Or like asked him for it and like used it as the found footage. Um mm-hmm. but yeah. They could have done they could have done some stuff with that. Maybe um they could have like had everyone wear cameras so that like nothing went over people's heads, you know. Yeah. Uh for like safety reasons, you know. But yeah, they could have done a lot of stuff, I think, but They could have, for sure. Um Last thing I wanted to talk about was when he was transferring the parasite over to her again, um, mm-hmm. and she had, like, the freaking cutter thing that he handed to her, and my first thought was like, uh, cut that bitch in half. Cut that <laughs> bitch in half. But then, no, she just stabs him, and then it goes right back in him. And I'm like, bro, you had the golden opportunity to end this right here, right now, and you didn't do it.
1: Yeah, that wasn't
0: well planned out at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand the idea of, like, wanting, um wanting to keep it open-ended so that like they can make more but if they're gonna make keep on making (sighs) i don't want them to make more
1: you know yeah but i feel like as soon as it got away from found footage it was like oh okay why are we still making these
0: yeah exactly it it's just first two are so good and the next two are not are not up to par with how the first two are not at all um but yeah i think that's all i want to talk about with this one as well so do you have anything else you want to talk about
1: um, there was one other thing I made note of. Mm-hmm. we have got a character in here who his whole arc is um, backstabbing them, and I'm actually working yeah. with the stupid in. And... Yeah, but the moral dilemma I pulled out of that is, would it become difficult to betray innocent people's trust in you for the greater good? So, like, from where he's standing the old lady, the SWAT team guy, and Angela, they are all civilians. They are people that are just off the street affected by this. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to play himself off as a good guy. It's like, would there ever be a time where you would feel like a tinge of maybe guilt and it would become hard to do that job if, you know, you're just seeing these poor people caught up in a situation and you're feeding them false hope?
0: Yeah, I think, it, I think, like, I mean, I guess it depends on who you are as a person. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously the doctor did not give it. A- them you know uh the priest doctor guy whatever he is uh but um like i think it depends on the relationship you build with the people as well as like the kind of person you are i don't think i could continue lying to people i think truth is such like a big important factor that like yeah i don't think i don't think i could like continue stringing them along and like telling them you know everything is okay when it isn't um but then again i'm not like everyone so it's yeah that's sort of my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like it would depend on the people you're lying to. Like in this mm-hmm. situation, that's just a reporter, an old lady, and like a SWAT team member. Mm-hmm. Like they, they didn't want any of this stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: But um, yeah, I think I talked about everything I wanted to talk about.
1: What about you? I mean, I think that's about it too. All right, cool. Well,
0: thank you, Derek, for doing four episodes with me. Uh, all the rec movies, nice man. It me. Yeah, it's cool. All right, cool. Well, we will be right back after a short musical interview. All right, Derek, here's your moral dilemma. So, would you go on a boat knowing you very may well not come back alive?
1: And what circumstances yeah. would you go on that boat for? I feel like anytime you're getting in a car or going on a boat or anything, like, your your days aren't guaranteed. So. Sure. So, I I actually just went on a boat. Earlier in the year, for my honeymoon, mm-hmm. we uh, went to the Florida Keys, specifically Key West, and we went to go see dolphins and uh, snorkel out near some reefs, and I feel like th- when you're out there, you realize, hey, something could happen, and, you know, we'd be screwed. Like, yeah, there's a Coast Guard nearby, but there's no mm-hmm. guarantee that they could get to us. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've already done that. I feel like everybody's mm-hmm. doing that when they're getting
0: on a boat. Sure. Uh, but, like, I mean, like... um like everyone else except for the civilians knew, like mm-hmm. that they were going on and they may not, you know, be able to come back. Um, and like like we, a suicide mission of sorts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you. I mean, every time you go on a plane, like you're like, this could crash and we could all die, you know. But like, mm-hmm. um, in this circumstance, like there is a sure possibility, like ninety percent possibility, that like, and I, I mean, the boat was rigged with explosives to like blow it's up. True. So, like, would you would you do that? In what circumstances, like, would you be okay doing that for, like, a cause or something?
1: Maybe something like the cause they were doing, which on the surface was noble. They were trying to make a vaccine for this mm-hmm. incredibly deadly contagious virus. Like, I feel the fact that they were even messing with that to begin with. They were like, well, this is a risk, but it's a risk worth taking. So, I could see a situation like that where it's It's called Apocalypse, and I guess you can make of the title what you will, but if they don't find the cure for this, humanity's screwed, mm. so I feel like you're you're potentially taking an earlier death, but in a more controlled setting mm-hmm. as opposed to a later death where everything's just chaos, and you didn't even try,
0: yeah, you know? sure um but that that also begs like the question like if you go on this boat and you help f- find the cure, they're gonna mm. just brush this under the rug you know? So, like, is the truth of what actually happened, what this Catholic Church did to people and to innocent people, you know, like, is is the truth more important, or is helping people in the long term uh, more important? I feel
1: like in this situation, maybe trying to find a vaccine and keeping things secret at first might be the more ideal approach, if you mm-hmm. only know that it's it's currently, to our knowledge, only on this boat They don't really have any other outlets, because it seems like they controlled the wedding. Uh-huh. So, I feel like, with this situation, maybe take care of the vaccine first, and then worry about the scandal and breaking things to the public later. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Alright, mm-hmm. dope. Well, uh, I think that's
0: it. So, um, alright, well, thank you again, Derek. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Um Agreed. praising praising me. these first two movies and ah! checking on the last two. But uh <laughs> yes. yeah, but um yeah, great. Well um thank you guys for uh listening to this again and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. So stay safe and stay sane. Bye bye. Oh yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feed Don't With Your Brain. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Feed Don't with Your Brain. You can also follow us on Twitter at ZachyTheZombie. the Zombie. Also feel free to email us with any questions, comments, or concerns at feeddowneatyourbrain at gmail.com. You can also follow Fort Horseman on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can donate to our Patreon page called Feed Don't with Your Brain on Patreon. Thank you all for listening and stay safe and stay sane.